You're listening to an Anazal Ministries podcast. What does it mean to be part of the family Madrigal? Ha! All right. Today we will be discussing the Disney film Encanto. And this episode is for everyone, whether you've seen the movie or not. And there may be some spoilers, so watch out. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Systematic Ecology, episode 38. We are the priests to the geeks. We're not ordained. The point is, we are not ordained ministers, okay? This isn't a scheme. This isn't a Trojan horse scam. We're just geeks being geeky about geeky things, okay? Relax. It's fine. All right. (laughs) Big thanks to Ethan, Will, and Austin for supporting us on Patreon. We're making three pat- patron-exclusive posts each month, including a D&D session and comic book reviews. So be sure to go to patreon.com slash systematic geekology to join them. I am Alicia. I'm a student, a college student. Um, something geeky I've done recently, literally in Kanto. I geek. My geekness comes in waves. I feel like I've said that before on an episode, but this wave is purely Encanto and looking at all the like animation stuff behind it. You anyway. got TikTok famous. I did. I did get TikTok, fa- TikTok famous. It like, it, I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Introduce yourself, Junior. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I'm Alex. I'm actually Alicia's sister. <laughs> and um, I am also a college student. I'm a senior and I will hopefully be graduating in July. Whoop, whoop. And uh let's see my current kiki this is also in Kanto. like fun story before we started recording this episode i was actually watching the movie for the fifth time so <laughs> i'm a huge fan of this movie it's really great i love that I, I find new things each time i watch it it's right it's delicious i love it i don't know why i said delicious anyway <clears throat> definitely one of my favorite parts about the fandom that's been creative around created around this movie is watching people like take scenes and like take it apart and like dissect yes. those little details. It's, it's so much fun. So cool. It's amazing. I love And then like seeing all the behind the scenes and how every little detail was so intentional yes. into like where each member of the family is standing. Just so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. It's so dope. Yep. All right. Marvel Eric. can never. <laughs> <Truth. laughs> um all right. You want to tell us about this movie dinner before we get too far into this? Yeah, let's jump in. Um, you may even talk about Bruno. You never know. You never know. <laughs> if you know, you know. Anyway, <laughs> so basically the movie. I don't even know where to begin and how to start describing this. The movie is about. Uh, so the story is based in Colombia. Um i not that great. Do you want me to take it? The history of the... I got it. I'm not that great with the history, but basically there's this abuela, right? And she and her husband... Well, she's not even abuela yet. This woman and her husband... Her name is Alma. Her name is Alma? I didn't know that. Alma and Pedro. I didn't didn't know that. You learn something new every day. I didn't even know she had a name. I thought it was abuela. Anyway, moving on. So Alma and Pedro (laughs) fall in love, have babies, triplets and but they have to leave their city because it's getting attacked or overrun by the government i think somebody explained I read it. somewhere it might have been a civil war okay so but it's there was set a, very vaguely in time so it, it could a, be anything they were in a time of unrest they had to leave their home behind they're trying to escape the 
I don't know. Uh, the bad guys on the horses. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> and Pedro sacrifices himself to save Alma and the rest of their town. And in that sacrifice, there comes a miracle, which that miracle and saves encanto. them. Makes an encanto, saving them from their enemies and builds this magic house where it's like, it has a personality, like windows and things and tiles moves. It like helps. It, it expands as the family grows. Crazy. Super dope. So, and her children get a special door and each door like marks the special ability that they get. Like one has the ability to heal people Julieta. with Julieta. See, I'm not good with names. <laughs> and I watched it five times. Anyway. <laughs> Literally in the opening song, all of their names. I know. Julieta gets the power to heal people with her food. Like she'll cook food. If you have a broken arm, you eat her food, it magically healed just like that. Like right there on the spot. Okay. Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. They don't talk about Bruno because he looks into the future. His ability is that he sees the future. And people stigmatize that because everything he says goes wrong. Like it's always a bad omen whenever he gives you a vision. But anyway, he doesn't have kids, but Julieta does. And then there's Peppa. Her gift is linked with like her emotions and the weather. Like if she's having a bad day, there's a storm, there's a tornado, hurricane. It depends. If you're having a good day, it's rainbow, sunshine, whatever. So her emotions are directly linked to the weather and I could go on about why that oh anyway I'm being surface but later we're gonna deep dive in this I hope anyway um let's see Peppa also has kids and so her kids oh there's Camilo he can shape shift into other people then there's Dolores though is the oldest of her kids yes there's Dolores she could hear a pin drop like she has super hearing and the youngest, Antonio, he in the movie, he gets his gift of being able to talk with two animals. It's very, he's so cute. Anyway, so Julieta's children, yes, she has. Yep. She, she three also daughters. has three, three daughters. Um, mm-hmm. The oldest is Isabella. She's the mm-hmm. perfect one. She's the golden child. She grows flowers and plants everywhere she goes. And, she, and everything about her is just perfect and purple and then there's Luisa she's the strong one like she's buff strong everybody goes to her to pick up the heavy loads which is huge literally he even gave us a buff tall girl yeah she's the tall who's one. actually pretty girly yes which I think is so cool she's so gentle but so strong at the same time it's amazing yeah so everybody comes to her to pick up the heavy loads whether it be literal or um What's the word? Emotional. Uh, emotional? emotional. She's yeah. the strong one. And she's mm-hmm. in every sense of the in word. Every, and yeah. she's a middle child. And she's a middle child too. So boom, boom. Um, and then there's Maribel, the main character. She gets Mirabel. Mi- my bad. I'm so sorry. Mirabel. <laughs> <laughs> the main character. She gets no gift. So we I I nobody knows why she doesn't she doesn't get a gift, but she doesn't get one. And because of that, she's low-key ostracized and the black sheep of the family. Like, she doesn't get her own... The special- scapegoat, if you will. Yeah, she doesn't get her own special room. Everybody else that has a gift gets their own special room that's 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 acquainted to their gift. But she's still stuck in the nursery. She doesn't get a special room. She doesn't get a special door. She doesn't really get acknowledged by the family, even though they kind of try to, but it's, she still gets ostracized. Like, they take a whole family picture without her. 
And so, yeah, that's... Uh, that's so, not I, the plot that's not the, that's not the plot <laughs> that's basically the characters that's the plot so anyway i should have said this from the beginning the miracle and like the whole gifts and casita which is the house's name is linked to a candle that never goes out so when the night that mirabelle didn't get her gift the candle sputtered threatening to go out and abuela panicked right she panicked, goes to Uncle Bruno and is like, hey, what's going on? And then he tries to look into the future and it's not good. And so knowing that whatever he says is going to look bad on him and Mirabelle, he leaves. He leaves the family, leaves his house, his room and just dips. And nobody hears from him for like a few ever since then. And in a sense, like he was trying to protect Mirabelle, but nobody would see that. So he left. Um, let's see. Um, the night of Antonio's gift getting, get, gift getting night. Dude, you're walking them through the whole movie. Am I not supposed to? <laughs> That's not what a plot breakdown is. Oh, the point <laughs> is. The movie all right, all right, all right. What am I supposed to say? The <laughs> plot <forever>. is. <laughs> It's about generational trauma. Okay. Is that what I'm supposed to say? I thought it was going to be a spoiler, but it's about generational trauma. So you thought saying generational trauma would be a spoiler, but you proceed to blame the whole movie? (laughs) Listen, listen, I don't know. Anyway, back back to me, back to me, back to me. (laughs) The whole thing about this movie is generational trauma and how it affects every single person in the family and it's not and the thing about it is it's not a huge point that's like an obvious thing like you gotta be watching closely of how it kind of affects each character specifically it's weird like i've had like every time i see this movie i see how it like affects like each character you know so um yeah the plot is how to break generational trauma and how to help the family heal because Casita literally falls apart because of trauma. And I don't know, should I say, I don't know if I should say how men's together. Okay. But anyway, that's so basically, basically it. <laughs> At least you're taking it. Basically, um, I feel like Alex did not make this extremely clear. <laughs> you have a magical family, right? One person does not get a gift. The source, well, as we think the source of the gift is this candle, right? Um, one night the candle starts to flicker and there's cracks in the house. The non-magical family member sees that and starts this little adventure to save the miracle. But what's cool is she doesn't ever actually leave the house to fix anything. Like she stays in the home the whole time solving this problem, which I think is cool because the problem is in house mm-hmm. and she doesn't ever leave. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's basically what's happening in the movie. Um, you should watch it, even though Alex pretty much just told you literally everything. I didn't say everything. <laughs> it's okay. It happened. <laughs> we did. I did warn y'all that there might be spoilers. So I didn't say everything. Sh- we shouldn't even have said might. We should just said there are spoilers. Alex is just going to sit here and tell you every little bit of the movie. I didn't you don't say even how it gets fixed. I didn't. Uh, 
I didn't say what you happened. You were gonna again. if I didn't stop you. I was anyway. not. I was questioning. If you haven't seen the movie, go watch it. Just, just go watch it. Even yeah. if we spoiled it for you beyond belief, you should still watch it. Soundtrack <laughs> is cool. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's let's do quick opinion before we jump into everything else. All right. Um, what did we like about this film? I loved the representation. It makes my heart sing when I'm scrolling through TikTok and someone's like, this character looks like me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you seen that article with that two-year-old that looks just like Antonio? Yes. I thought that was, listen, first of all, literal I love, tears. I love literal little boys. Tears. I love little boys. They're in my kryptonite besides cookies. Besides the point. <laughs> the, I, y'all can see okay. the looks she gave me. <laughs> but, uh, sure. Listen, to see that little boy smile when he was standing next to Antonio, like the picture of Antonio on the screen, it Dude. just warmed my heart because we're fine. Everybody. We're finally getting we're it. We're finally getting it. It's, We're fine I, it's like, like I'm not good, I'm legit I'm not even Latin or Hispanic, but I have cousins. We have cousins that are mm-hmm. Afro Latina. So it's like they're getting their representation and people of color are getting their representation. And it's like the Hispanic like black Hispanics, black Latina mm-hmm. people, or like Latina people that are of like of darker complexion. Or different hair textures, they're get they're getting their time to shine, and it's so great to see that. What I, what I also have loved is this movie is very much in Colombia, um, and very much Colombian country, culture, but like there are little things that like even our care. Oh my god, I can't speak. There are some things that stop it. Take your time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there are even some things that I've noticed that like we do in our Caribbean culture. Like when Mirabelle gave Antonio his little stuffed animal, she like pointed at it with her lips. Did you see that? Yes. Like we do that. We do that. <laughs> we do that. I it's was the like, little dude, things. <laughs> dude. And people in Italy are like, yo, that's like our culture too. Everybody. It hits it. everyone. It's hitting Everybody everyone. Gets. Which I absolutely adore. Mm-hmm. Like this is like What's like one of those movies that like it's specifically for one group, but everyone's like able to. Everybody's still able to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that was the first thing that I loved about mm. it. Second thing I love about it, Lin Manuel. He went hard. Put that crack. soundtrack was good. He put crack. <laughs> that soundtrack is so in good. that soundtrack. It's the way that I had literally the whole playlist stuck in my head for at least two weeks after i saw it the first time it's still stuck in my head oh my gosh yeah someone will say something and i'll just be like he told me that the man <laughs> of my dream oh my gosh literally a couple <laughs> hours ago i was just sitting on the couch with my friends and i literally went i met Bosas. oh my god randomly <laughs> hey literally right after the movie i could not sing stop singing those orgitas yes. oh, that song made me cry like ugly all right sorry sorry that's what i love um it. So what do we didn't like? What did you not like, Leash? I wish the uh, the apologies and stuff at the end. I wish that was a little slower. I wish we took our time with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's really my only thing. Yeah. Um, let's see. I also wish we got to know the family members a little more. Oh, yeah. But I understand that we only have like an hour and a half. Yeah. And there's like 12 of them. 
Yeah. And we followed Mirabelle the whole time. So like there was no chance. Mm-hmm. So hopefully there's something else that we can get to know the rest of them, but whatever. Yeah, that was that's basically my thing too. Like I wish we got to know more of the family members mm-hmm. more. Because they're all really cool. Yeah. They all seem fun. <clears throat> yeah. That's about it. But like like you said, there's like twelve characters and like an hour and change movie. Yeah. Like, the fact that we walked away knowing everyone's names and powers though, that's impressive. Yeah. Yep. Very impressive. Right. Okay. From what I've seen from Colombian and Hispanic Latina mm-hmm. TikTokers, yeah, they were I mean. very proud of how the representation was, especially in the food. The food. Like, I want to try. Every little detail. I want to try the food. Like, arepas mm-hmm. con queso. I want to make it. I saw a TikTok recipe how to make it. Yeah, I'm going to recreate. I probably won't do it justice, but I'm going to try. Because that food that they were making in that movie, look, Bust it. They look good. I want to eat it all. Like, I just love food. I'm a foodie. I love food. <laughs> all right. Let's 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 jump into the media, meat of the discussion because we're already like a hot second into this episode. I can go on about this. <laughs> Literally could chat forever about this movie. It's so good. Okay. All right. So why? Oh, should I? I'll... Okay. Take it. Take it. Okay. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> so why... Don't you think that Mirabelle got powers? Mm-hmm. My hypothesis is this. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> the abuela is 75. Okay. How do you According know? to um <laughs> How do you According know? to Canon um I can't remember where I got this from. There was some No, cuz the triplets are 50. Uh, how do you know the triplets are 50 because they've been in the account over 50 years they say that oh you're (laughs) right hold on (laughs) yeah okay and okay well 75 right mirabelle's 15 this is gonna be awful (laughs) abuela has to die at some point (laughs) someone has to take care of the candle and i think it's mirabelle because think about it, she's the her and Abuela are the only ones that interact with Casita the way they do. None of the other family members talk to Casita the way Abuela and Mirabelle do. Well, yeah, but I don't... someone's got to pick up the mantle, and I think it's Mirabelle. <laughs> you mean the candle? <laughs> well, there. Oh, I guess I can't say that. I guess I could say it, but whatever. <laughs> okay. I I don't really have an hypothesis because. There's just so many that I don't even know what to agree with. But spoiler Honestly, alert. I agree. There's a lot of possibilities. Spoiler alert. I'm about to spoil the ending. Here you go. <clears throat> so I so just not do that. We already warned them that there's going to be spoilers. And it's for people Fine. who have and have not seen it. Relax. Okay. <laughs> there's no there's no way that this is for people who have not seen this movie. <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie, stop listening. Okay. Or, or, or keep listening. I don't know. Anyway. Um. So at the end of the movie, she gets they rebuild the house because it literally fell apart. It died. Casita gone, perished, rubble, boom, because the trauma erupted to a peak and tore everything apart. Then she and Abuela come together, heal the trauma, and together with the town, they build the house back. Um, and they were totally, and at this point, they accepted the fact that 
nobody would have powers. They're going to move forward without them, whatever. They're singing a song, happy, go lucky, da, da, da. But then, and this is the part where it made me cry. They, the last piece that they had to put together for the house to be complete was the front doorknob. And they allowed Mirabelle to put that doorknob in the door. And the way that they visually represented this kind of mirrored back to when Mirabelle first did her walking ceremony to her door when it was her time to get one and her gift, right? Because she didn't get a door. She didn't get a gift. But when she put the doorknob in the, the door at this last scene, the house came back to life. The magic came back and everybody's gifts came back. And the front door was a picture of Mir- with the family with Mirabelle in the center. So my hypothesis is Mirabelle, what is my hypothesis? I had a train of thought. It's gone. My Mirabelle is like, what's the word? A link? I thought you were going to say she's the new candle. Yes. Is that what you were yes. trying to say? Yes. I was going to say like conduit. She's the new candle. She's the link to the house. Because, in like the loosest sense. <laughs> yes. Like she, cause she brought, when she put the doorknob in, the house came back. Casita was alive. The magic came back. So it's like, she was, and like, she was the one throughout the movie who interacted with Casita the most. So Mira, like even in the vision, it was up to Mirabelle to save the miracle. Mirabelle is that miracle in a sense. Kind of sounds like miracle too. Anyway, say, yeah. Jumping to the meat of our discussion, like I was trying to do earlier, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We have to talk about how they compare to the family's powers <clears throat> and how the family works together and how we as Christians or just Bible believing people should work together with mm-hmm. our gifts and their gifts. Yes. Um, I don't know. I per I wish we had seen how the family works together after their little um I guess come to Jesus meeting with the rebuilding of the house situation. I mean, we've kind of seen what they do before. Yeah. I just don't, Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of the work was done by one character in particular and everyone (laughs) else just stayed home. (laughs) That's not working together. (laughs) That's not literally. mm, Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Um, Do you want to read that verse, Jenny? Yes. Okay. So the verse that I got, the gifts of the spirit from was from first Corinthians chapter 12 verse seven through 11. And this is the NIV version for those that are following along. If you want to, um, and it says a spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. This is small font. Sorry. To one person, the spirit gives the ability to give wise advice To another, the same spirit gives a message of spiritual knowledge. The same spirit gives great faith to another and to someone else. The one spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the gift of God or from another spirit. Still, another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is given the ability the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only spirit who discusses all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. So, Alicia, what do you think? 
after that reading of the word. Amen. What do I think? Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw it back at you. What do you think? <laughs> I think if we're going to compare the gift, the gifts of the spirit with the gifts of the Madrigal, they're both used to help people. Yes. Mm. Um, I also believe that both can be abused mm. or mistreated. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because at some point in the movie, the characters didn't directly abuse or, or mistreat their gifts, but they, at some point they were abused and mistreated because facts. Uh, Abuela lost sight of what the miracle meant. But anyway, <clears throat> so yeah, that's my take. Um, yeah, what do you think? I think, all right. I think um, I can think of some people who I used to go to church with who would probably fit under each of these gifts. Um, unfortunately, I don't know if those situations were churches that worked really well together effectively. Like I think God really wants us to. Um, so I think we could take some pointers from this movie in a way. Uh, obviously we meet a broken family that's trying to act like it's all, it's all good. And to an extent it kind of is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously someone has to be like, Hey, there, there are cracks in the casita. There are cracks in the church. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> um, and obviously that person would probably get ostracized in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. But I think when it's all said and done, if we were to sit down and like come back together, all of these gifts would go really, really well together. Like, I don't know. In my head, I'm seeing like puzzle pieces fitting together. And I, I don't think that's happening right now, mm-hmm. which is a little frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts and I don't know if they're connecting the way I really want them to. That's okay. Like, I think I'm just kind of shooting in different directions, but I don't know. I think, I think what God is intending obviously has to work as one body, one unit. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously prophecy and discernment, they go together really well, speaking in tongues and then being able to interpret those go together. Wise advice hits all of these, honestly, having great faith hits all of these Um, and uh, healing and power for miracles. Those go together really well. This is such a powerful team right here. And I just hate to see that not, happen in real life and I think we see that in the movie a lot like there's I don't know ah I wish my thoughts were coming together the way I want them to um in the movie we know Louisa is the one who's out in the town you know moving buildings literally and everyone else is kind of home and a couple of the characters are probably more like show ponies whereas they could have a system where they're all helping in a way and they're all getting time to rest and they're all working together. That's not happening. I'm assuming that happens after the movie ends. Um, and 
I think that's the plan that we're really supposed to be working on as a church. And I don't know if we've nailed it yet. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I feel like that was a really twisty, windy way to say, yeah, this is supposed to work really well as a team. Like this is like the perfect example of church functioning together, but we're not doing it. Right. Right. That. Wow. Listen, (laughs) while you were saying all that, I was like, Loki just reading on in first Corinthians 12 and it gets to verse 12, where it talks about one body, how the church is one body. I'm just, I'm just, Mm -hmm. I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this. It says the human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews. Some of us are Gentiles. Some are slaves and some are free, but we all have been baptized into one body by one spirit. And we all share the same spirit. Yes. The body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says I am not part of the body because I am not a hand that does not make it any less a part of the body. If the ear says, I am not part of the body because I am not an eye. Would that make it any less part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? If your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts. And God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it only had one part. Isn't that crazy? Wild. That is mind-blowing. Bro, listen. If you're going to take away anything from this movie... Take away this. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> should we should we play the organ? The uh, I can't even make the noise anymore. The uh, the, you know, the piano guy at, in Black Church. I, I don't know. Yeah, that that. that. <laughs> <laughs> Take All right, sorry, keep going. <laughs> Take away this. You may feel insignificant. You may feel left out and ostracized, but that doesn't make you any less of who God has created you to be. Like, forget what the naysayers say and just be confident in who you are in Christ and who you are in the body of Christ. Because the beautiful thing about, like, diversity or, like, the world, the body of Christ, is that everybody and everything is different. And that's just beautiful. And it's okay to be different. So... I love my train of thought, but hopefully y'all got you got the point. But it's okay to be different. <laughs> hopefully y'all got the point. <laughs> I was on something, then it left. Embrace your difference because <laughs> someone needs that. Period. Because how like it says here, how boring, how strange would it be if everybody was the same? And I the church oftentimes forgets that. And it's so sad to see. <clears throat> Um, I would also like to say this is not us bashing uh, yeah, we're not, the church. We're not bashing it. Alex and I have grown up in church. We've right. seen the good, bad, the ugly. Uh-huh. Um, this is very much uh, coming from a place of love. Uh-huh. Like you would rebuke someone you love. You, we, we are, I guess rebuke is a strong word, but you know what I mean? Like we're, we're just calling what we're seeing. Mm. Yeah. I don't want anyone to think that we're just talking smack for no reason. No, we've, we've seen some things and we've, We've uh, experienced things. So So on that topic, well, I don't know if it's on the topic, but... Might not be, but it's okay. So since Alicia and I grew up Pentecostal, we saw the speaking in tongues. We saw people getting healed. We saw all of it. We saw it all. We saw it all. We grew up uh, going to Pentecostal church in New Jersey. Completely different experience. So different from the South. 
if if you can go up north and go to church, go to Pentecostal church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it'll change your life. Mm-hmm. Just do it. It's a it's a different experience. It's a good one. Just different. Okay. Anyway, um, where's the question? Have Alicia? I'm gonna ask you this. Have you ever Wait, felt ask me left out? When people spoke in tongues or prophesied or prayed for healing, these spiritual gifts, like, did you feel left out? Like you didn't have one? Like, were you sad? I think, I think, I remember when I was, when I was really little seeing all that, I was like, ah, it'll happen. It'll come to me eventually. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like it'll, it'll happen eventually. Mm. Then I got a little older and that's when the, the FOMO started hitting the, the fear of missing out for our older generation. That's what FOMO means. I didn't know. I didn't know what that meant. (laughs) Oh, you're the older generation. (laughs) (laughs) You're the old one. I'm a 2000s baby. Hey, (laughs) I didn't know what that meant. It's okay. FOMO. Fear of missing out. There you go. You're good day. Um, Anyway, when I got a little bit older, the FOMO started to sit in. And I was like, yo, why am I not doing that? And then I think it's hitting me now more recently that everyone has a different role. And that role looks different for everyone. Um, I I just repeated myself in two different ways. Whatever. Um, And what everyone else is doing may not be what I'm called to do. But on the flip side, there are some people who have fully embraced that there's one way to do things and that they are not necessarily, they're not necessarily acting on the Holy Spirit is what I'm saying. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I got to focus on what God has called me to do. Because if I get right. distracted by everyone else, yeah, I might be inspired, but I also might take inspiration from someone who's doing something they shouldn't be. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally That's my growing up thought for the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally agree with you because if I'm going to be honest, okay, backstory. I transferred to Lee University from Bob Jones. And if anybody knows about any of those colleges, then you should know what I'm talking about. Bob Jones is Baptist. I'm not I am not shaming on Baptist or anything i'm just describing the culture you are not shaming anyone <laughs> at any point in this we spent years in these organizations we're talking about <laughs> we can't talk about them <laughs> we literally grew up in this organization why are we saying it like this we grew up at the school anyway so at bob jones is baptist and the way they do worship and everything it's just quiet I'm a Pentecostal baby from New Jersey. So this was a complete culture shock for me coming here at good old nine years old when the worship, nobody is clapping their, nobody claps their hands in the in chapel. What the heck was chapel? Okay. No drums. <laughs> no, no guitar. They don't believe in beats. There's to music. one piano. We sang from There's hymns. I didn't know what hymns were. I was just like, we praise our hands. With a with the beat and everybody's up with a tambourine. I was used to that. But at Bob Jones, they just had a piano and you sang from a book. I didn't know what that was. And everybody was stiff with their worship. Nobody had their hands up. Nobody was like enjoying themselves. People were just stiff, sang two songs, sat down, went to the and somebody went up to preach. And the preaching was also kind of stiff. It was like he was giving a speech, not like, I don't know. That's that's just me though. But coming to Lee. Lee's a Pentecostal school from Church of God, right? <clears throat> Coming to Lee, it was refreshing because 
chapels. People are like enjoying themselves, worshiping, had their hands up. And we weren't we weren't singing hymns. We were just we were seeing contemporary Christian songs. There was a band. The worship team was on fire, is on fire for God. And people have their hands up singing, praising, whatever. Sometimes speaking in tongues when if the service is that good. Like and then the friends I have, the new friends that I have at this school, they're so on fire for God. And like they use their spiritual gifts. Like I have one, like some of them speak in tongues. One can discern spirits. One, it's just like, I've seen them use it. And like me, I'm starting to have that. What was it called? FOMO? FOMO. Yeah. Ever since coming. Fear of missing out. Yeah. Ever since. That's all, ladies and gentlemen. We'll come back later. (laughs) (laughs) Ever since coming to the school, I've been having that FOMO. Cause I'm like, yo, these spiritual gifts are a thing. Like I knew there was a thing, but like there was a thing. Like I see it on almost a daily basis. It's like a weekly basis. And it's like, yo, I wonder what mine is. Like, do I have one? Like, and from- Well, I think everyone has one. Yeah, that's what like that's that's what I'm getting to. Like the Bible says that everyone has one. But I personally don't think that you're not everyone is born with it. Does that make sense? Like I don't know. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, are you yeah. born? With- okay, that's my question to anybody that's more experienced in this stuff than I. Like, are you born with your gift, or is it does it develop? Well, because my- our father was born with his <laughs> gift, but then I have a friend who just recently developed one. Is I think I don't know. I probably need to do more research on this. But my okay. The point is. I don't know. I don't personally know what my gift is, but I know I have one. So it's like probably some self-discovery I got to do. But the point is, I just got to do what God calls me to do. I got to just mind my business and do the Lord's. And then it'll just all work out in his favor. That was very long. But yeah. I hope the point was made. <laughs> me think so. <laughs> It's different for everybody, which is, which is the point. It's the point. Everybody's journey is different. That's, and that's fine. It's beautiful. It's okay. I think huge takeaway, overarching takeaway, and you can apply this wherever you'd like for free, free of charge, unless you're on Patreon, then you're, then you're paying us for this. I think we thank you though. We thank you. for. We appreciate your, your dollars. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yes. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> oh okay. my God. Sorry. Um, the overarching take here is, is that you being yourself is very much necessary. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and do not fear it and just allow yourself to be yourself. Uh, you need to do that for you. And someone else probably needs to do that. Yep. And you don't even know until you get there. And don't you might never know. Like you might attention. live your whole life not knowing how you impact other people, which is, cool terrifying and amazing all at the same time yep yep all right walk away with that i guess yeah (laughs) that was deep my question to the audience what like what do you think and if you do believe in it what do you think your gift is and if and have you and how can you use it to help others how do you use it to help others I think 
That's my question for the audience. Do you have one? No, I think that's a good question. I think one is enough. Yeah. Two would be too much. I've already probably hit him with so much in this one. I <laughs> <laughs> probably think I'm a meanie and like really like <laughs> just that person that calls stuff out for no reason. And that's I okay. promise you, I am not mean. Everybody I, needs that friend. Listen, I'm this is honest. all love. Because we, me and Alicia, we've been all through coming it. from a place. Of we've love. been through it, and I'm sure some of you guys out there, you're probably been through it, going through it, or about to go through it. So. Not everybody's perfect. Not every church is perfect. We're all humans. We make mistakes and that's fine. But the difference is, do we own up to it? Do we, do we acknowledge it and, and own up to it? Or do we Ooh, shove it under the rug? Is that the question? Ooh, that, that's spicy. <laughs> anyway, I think that should be the question. Or one of them. Whatever they'd like, I suppose. Do, all right. do what you will. Is that all we have to say? I think, I mean, well, how would you rate the movie? How I rate the movie yes. ten. Oh, uh, same. <laughs> I'm like I said earlier. I really hope they do something else where we can meet more of the characters. Well, not well. We met all the characters. Like get to know more of the characters I and think, see them as they're you know walking in there. I think they should feeling. do a series on Disney Plus. Yeah, I think that'd be really good. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be fun too. Oh yeah. My fear is, like you know how TV shows from movies are like watered down and quality. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I'm scared of. I'm afraid of that too. I, I think there I think though that uh just from what I've seen of the team on social media, like everyone involved with this project loves it so much that I don't think they're gonna ever let it slip. They better so. not, or we will riot at dawn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alicia, wrap us up. Get please. the horses ready. <laughs> All right, wrapping up. <clears throat> oh, do we have any recommendations? Anything we'd like to ask the audience to look into? oh i have something i'm like crazy late but i finished wandavision the other day wow i started i started okay but here's the thing here's what i recommend no here's my little geek piece for all of you get to these things late so when you're watching the episode and don't understand something you can google it and the answers are all right there oh (laughs) no i don't have to sit and wonder on anything because someone else has already dissected the episode months ago and i'm good you know what i mean that's no fun (laughs) It's fun for me. When these shows came out, we were all dissecting it as a community. <laughs> it's fun for me. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm starting I'm starting um Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but I accidentally watched the last like four or five episodes before I watched the first couple. So we're doing this out of order. Why would you do that? It wasn't intentional. I was getting my hair done and she had the last oh, okay. episode's on. Okay. So what was I going to do? Close my eyes for four hours? Impossible. She just said, hey, I haven't, I haven't seen the show yet. I'm not going to tell her. No. Okay. She's watching right. whatever she wants. She's doing my hair. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's totally fine. <laughs> okay. okay. My recommendations. Um, well, y'all should know that I watch <clears throat> anime. So I think y'all should be watching hmm, Demon Slayer and My Hero Academia. Yeah. Yes. And I don't know if it counts as anime, but it is an animation show. I've been watching Arcane League of Legends. Oh, how is that? I keep wanting to watch it. Bro. All the screen caps look so intense. When I say it's good. It's at first pretty. it starts a little slow, but it's good. And the animation, I like it. I, I really think the animation like is so cool. Yeah. It's like different. It's good. There's, there is a couple adult scenes. There was one so far, but it's not like explicit but you know what's happening you know what i'm saying 
But other than that, it's it. The storyline's good. I don't. I don't play the video game, but this, yo, this show pretty good. So I will keep y'all updated on how it go on how I like it. If you want me to update you, but anyway. <laughs> but yeah, that's all my recommendations. Um, but anyway, you where guys, can they follow you? Where they can follow me? Y'all want to follow mm-hmm. me? Ah, okay. Um, I'm on Instagram. It's underscore Alex the D A baddest underscore at Instagram. That's my Instagram. You can follow me there. I'm also on Twitter, but I can't remember my handle. But I tweet funny things. Yes. <laughs> okay. You can follow me on Instagram. Just my name, Alicia.Matthews, A-L-Y-S-H-A. And then Matthews with two T's and an S. There's a dot in between them, but I feel like if you look at my name, you'll find it. Anyway, mm-hmm. I also have a Twitter and a TikTok, but I don't really I use my TikTok. Twitter. And I'm pretty sure my TikTok handle is just my name again. But I also think my TikTok is linked on my Instagram. So if you find one, you'll find the other and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. <clears throat> Next episode, we will be talking about the new show, How I Met Your Father, which hosts Brandon Knight and Joshua Knoll. They're both uh, fun facts. Fun fact, somebody I went to school with is in the background of one of those episodes. So have fun. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I literally worked a show with her. She's like famous. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. <laughs> she's, she's in LA, living it up. Anyway. Whoa, hi. If she's listening, <laughs> she's living her best life. <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> she's just thriving in the background. Anyway, sorry. Go to our <laughs> website in the description to let us know what you what you have been geeking out on, what we should be. Remember, we are all a chosen people, a geekdom of priests. I mean, priests. We're geeks, but we're not real priests. Hey, this is bad. Okay. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I don't know if that's the vibe, Jenry. No. Da. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> this was an Anazal Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to learn more about our network, be sure to check out the Anazal Ministries Podcast Network.